welcome to Icon Underground Radio for the week of June 29th, 2016. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. So we have a few bits of news this week, and then we are going to talk about the last issue of Sins of the Wreckers, issue five, uh, which has finally come out. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll we'll have some things to say on that. Uh, but first, the news. Uh, there are pictures out now uh, from the Combiner Wars animated thing that you could be entirely forgiven for having completely forgot existed. Yeah, we, we finally have pictures of, of what it's going to be. We don't have any animation, not, not even a trailer or a test yet, just five still pictures of some robots that look okay. It's I am very enthusiastic based on the pictures of the robots. Yeah, it, it looks at least two of the robots. Nice, but uh, is is the Menosaur model the same one from Devastation? I, mean, huh. I, I played Devastation, but I can't exactly remember. Well, the name of the company making it is Machinima. Yeah, I know that that I, I assumed they would be using assets from Devastation, but like they have a Windblade and they have a new character Maxima, which is just. Windblade with a different color and a new head. Like a ninja head. Yeah, and a weird Starscream that's like a cross between the leader one and the... Oh, what what were those things? The the weird foreign ones that were cheaper and just sort of barely transformed. They had simple transformations. What's that called? Oh, wow. I don't know. <laughs> the Legends is the only ones I can think of. No, I forget what about this. They were They were for like South America or something. They're like... $10, but they're tall, but they only have, like, three steps to transform or something. I can't remember. But oh, wow. it's a weird-looking Starscream. Huh. Yeah, I was thinking that definitely didn't look like Devastation Starscream, but I can't really... I mean, I I, I haven't played Devastation because it's not a role-playing game. Mm. <laughs> That's, like, and, all I ever and play. And I played it months uh, ago but... and completed it, and, and that was kind of it. It was fun enough, I'll probably play yeah. it someday. I don't know if that's that Minnesota or not, but I, you know, would assume that that's not the Starscream from it because no. I'd assume they would use it. No, it was very G one. It, it's not the Starscream from it, but it's also not not the Starscream from it. I think they started with that as a starting point and then redid texturing and modified the model somewhat. Yeah, the arms, the oh. chest, the shoulders, it, it, it's other stuff stuck on to possibly a beginning model. Who knows? I think his forearms are the same, actually. Maybe. I think his crotch is the same, but I'm not entirely positive. Uh, the crotch does not appear to be the same. I'm looking at a side-by-side of Devastation Thundercracker and that Starscream. Oh, okay. Anyway, so it's nice that we're finally getting more information about this that we first... Was it, was it one year or two years ago when we first heard about Oh, man. It was a, a while. Was it before yeah. the previous BotCon, last year's BotCon, or was it, I think, or at... I don't know. It's it's been a while. We haven't seen hide nor hair of anything. We keep hearing faint rumors about it. There's still no video. And I think something said, or maybe somebody got information wrong, that like there was going to be preview videos before the actual series started. So there was going to be a series before the series. <laughs> like there was Is there a trailer like, for the trailer? Yeah, that's kind of what it sounded like. Like there were going to be like four shorts. Before the actual four episodes, I think it was four or something like that. It just sounded uh-huh. weird. I don't know. Eventually it'll come out. By the time it comes out, none of the toys 
in it will be available on shelves. Actually, probably no more toys are available. Oh, you are far, far too kind to (laughs) current retail distribution of toys. (laughs) There will definitely be toys from the next series on sale, but... Yeah. That's a good point. I'm pretty sure my Walmart will still have the uh, wave with... uh, Who's on the shelves now? It's one of the late uh, Optimus... Maximus Combiner Wars waves of deluxes. Oh, the the one with uh, what is it? Prowl and somebody? Or no, or was it an earlier one? Yeah. Smokescreen? One of them. Yeah. So yeah, they'll still be out there, so it's just, it's, I'll watch it. It's when weird I can that it's coming it, this late, but. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that screenshot alone of Windblade and then Cherry on top, that uh, new sniper character. It's just, eh, it's gonna be on YouTube. It's gonna be free to watch. Might have to watch a pre-roll ad. That oh, it, seems fine. Oh, it's going to be on oh. YouTube. And, oh, and Facebook and, oh, the Go90 thingy, which confuses me, but I went there for one thing, and it seems to work fine. It's just YouTube that's not on YouTube, whatever. It's YouTube that you can watch on Verizon phones without having to pay data. Yeah, oh, well, boy. I have to watch it on the web, so. That'll be great for all my Verizon phone needing things. <laughs> I'm sure the deal was struck, like, like we said, this has been in the works for like two, three years. I'm sure the Go90 affiliation was struck two, three years ago when Verizon thought they might make Go90 happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, Verizon, so cute. Uh, so yeah, that's a thing. I I do like the pictures of Windblade from it. It looks it looks pretty good. Uh, there has been some comic news as far as uh, more than meets the eye. Apparently, uh, more than meets the eye is dead. Long live more than meets the eye. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> so uh, James Roberts on Twitter, uh, and if you don't follow James Roberts on Twitter, you you really should. He is he's the best source of exciting more than meets the eye news and also commentary about British politics that you probably don't actually care about unless you're in England. Well, there's been a lot of British politics lately, so. Yeah, that's, that's true. British politics has kind of been a big deal lately. Uh, yes, he has had, uh, he's, he's probably my biggest source of information about the Brexit. Uh, but also, uh, he is my biggest source of information for uh, talking about how uh, after, uh, you know, currently they're doing Dying of the Light. Uh, after that, uh, there is going to be a couple issues that are going to uh, star Red Alert, Fortress Maximus, and Prowl, everybody's least favorite uh, ex-boyfriend. Yeah. It's going to be set on Luna 1. And there's nothing explicitly tied to Titan's return about that story, but I mean, there there were a lot of dead Titans on Luna One, so yeah, it'd it, uh, probably be at least tangentially related. Plus, you got Fort Max there, so something. Yeah, actually, he does say that uh, one of one of the tweets does specify that it is a two part story that ties into the Titans Return crossover. Uh, there's also go- going to be the Titans Return one shot, uh, which should be out in July, uh, and that's got uh, stuff by him, Margaret Scott, and John Barber all involved in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, after that is a two-part Luna One story, and then, uh, then more than meets the eye. Number fifty-seven will be the last issue, but uh, in the fall, he assures us that season three 
will be coming. It's just going to be renumbered, like is the popular thing for all the comic book publishers to do these days. No, why? Oh, yeah, it's because issues with number one on the cover sell better because people think they're getting in to a new story. And I guess a new season counts as a new story because it's going to be friendlier to new readers. But if they haven't done it before, why are they really doing it now? It just... Because they've seen just how damn well it works for DC. <laughs> I guess. Well, I think it's probably also because they're they're doing this big uh, event thing with the the crossover and and the ROMs and the Micronauts and your masks. And... Okay, I guess that does make more sense with that than than asking why didn't they do it again when they did Dark Cybertron and stuff or something. It's just yeah, annoying because I'm I, guessing it's gonna. I was hoping it would get up to 80. I'm hoping it'll get to 80 and 100, and I'm sure James Roberts agrees he's actually tweeted to the effect of, if we start getting that close, we will probably push to switch back to the original numbering, because if there's one thing that sells similarly to a number one issue, it's a number 100 (laughs) issue. He did not say that last part. That is my own comment. No, but it's true. It's collectible. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, I imagine what they're going for with this is they're doing so many new number one issues, they want just that one extra copy sold by having one more number one for the people who are going, oh, they're doing a big event, I ought, I need to buy them all. Yeah. Try them out and see which ones I'm going to stick with. It makes sense. But yeah, and I think that that way people, I mean, I I can't, Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but I can't imagine there are that many, like, People who are like, oh man, a mask comic, this is great, <laughs> who have not tried out the Transformers comics before. Like, it, it seems like that, that overlap is a Venn diagram that is just a circle. <laughs> uh, but I, I would assume yeah. that that is, you know, what they're hoping to get is the people who are showing up for this big revolution storyline. And get them to, you know, also pick up these other comics to give them a starting point. I guess Rom and Micronauts, they probably, you know, yeah. that has an audience who wouldn't, who might not necessarily have been reading this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I imagine that's really what it has to do with is giving a jumping on point to people just coming to the whole Hasbro comic thing through this whole big crossover they're doing with all the other properties. Spoilers, Rom Space Knight is now the captain of the Lost Light. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, there are a couple new releases that are going to be coming up soon. Uh, there's going to be a Transformers Prime Blu-ray box set, uh, which is sounds like it should be super pretty. Probably buy it. I did kind of miss some of the episodes in the middle. Oh, it, it's it's definitely a good show, and it's visually a very good show, as long as you can ignore the fact that there are, like, no people in it who are not main characters, because then they would have to have new people models and things like that. They occasionally Apart from the limited characters. Like, w- weren't there girls that talked to Jack one day? One episode? I think it was only Yeah. But I think they showed up a couple times. Hmm. They were like semi-recurring characters. But but yeah, I mean, they're it's very pretty. It suffered a little from some of the limitations of uh, CG modeling, but it's 
it's a good show. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, and then the other exciting thing coming out is a platinum release of Unicron. Ooh. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess he hasn't been on shelves for a while. Yeah. Oh, wait, is, isn't it a new head, or is it like a Takara head or something? I don't know. That's a good question. I think it's the uh, head they've done on a re-release they've done in the past that's retooled to look more like the... The movie, yeah. Generation 1 Unicron head. Huh. I already have a I thought Unicron. the Armada... I don't need a new one right I now. thought the Armada one already looked pretty good, but... Yeah, it does look really good. So cute. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... You know, something that's been off the shelves for long enough that I'm I'm sure they can sell. But he's like really expensive though. It's like a hundred and sixty, a hundred and eighty. Oh yeah, because he's platinum. Yeah, extra paint, yeah, fancy they... box, limited run. <laughs> Yay! So it's... there is also uh, this past week there was a big licensing expo event. Uh, which usually isn't a source of a lot of news, but occasionally we get some odds and ends coming out there. Uh, one of them we got was a line of skateboard planks, which all have extremely on-model G1 art. Yeah. Uh, except <laughs> there's this camera-headed guy. Like, yeah, everybody's favorite camera head. Yeah, like, everybody else is like, Circa the beginning of the movie, it, but this, this one guy with a big camera chest and a, ca- a camera head, and and his color scheme is like galaxy colors, like you could see see stuff yeah. in his. Cr- it's weird. Oh yeah, I mean, I guess maybe that's supposed to be chrome that's reflecting. Possibly. Whatever's, but yeah, I mean, I assume that this is just some fan character from the the artists or companies involved in making these? Primitive skateboarding, apparently. Maybe? I don't know. It, it, well, each of the skateboards has a name on the bottom, and they're all confusing. Like, the one at the bottom of Rodimus is, says Peacock. It's like, Rodimus' name is now Peacock okay. now? What? Peacock Emma's Prime? Or those, really? are the, those are names of team members on the uh, skateboarding company. Like, they're sponsored riders. So primitive skateboarding is one of the guys? (laughs) It's just weird. Apparently. And then also, the art is just broken up so weirdly across the skateboards. It's like they just took a piece of artwork without thinking about it. Like somebody had already created this with that weird camera bot. And then they were like, oh, this is perfect. It's wide enough that we can get a bunch of skateboards out of it. Yeah, so you can get a skateboard... That has Megatron sort of behind Optimus Prime's arm and also Starscream's arm. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's separated so there's somebody's face on each of them, but body parts are obscuring and things. Yeah. Also, the trucks on the one that's featuring Bumblebee would make it so it's just his head popping out from a part of the skateboard. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Also, Starscream's would be like that, too. Yep. So it's interesting. I I don't know. I don't know who the market is for that. I mean, presumably skateboarders, but I don't know how many skateboarders have the money to buy what really just needs to be, like, eight-piece wall art. Yep. And they also have a bunch of fancy statues that I'm sure will cost 150 to $200. Yeah. Yes. It's a lot of... And it, it's just movie stuff. So, yay. 
Yay, movie stuff. Speaking of movie stuff, we have more casting stuff. Yay! Uh, we have a <laughs> the, the super obnoxious new character for this movie whose name is Squeaks. Okay. He's some sort of little scooter thing. I'm pretty sure the main female character is actually under, like, properly underage this time. So hopefully he won't hump anyone's leg. Maybe he'll hump someone else's leg. Uh, I'm based on the character design and the name Squeaks. I think he's probably going to wind up being more cloyingly cute than we've gotten out of a Michael Bay character in these films before. Oh, yeah. huh. Because BB-8 is money. <laughs> yes. So he's he's like the cloyingly cute character who previous characters like that should have been. Yes. Like Wheelie and, oh, I don't know, Wheelie. some other character like that. Wheelie was the little remote control truck that would hump somebody's leg, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He was the unnecessarily obscene remote control truck. So hopefully he's not going to be like that, uh, but I guess we'll see. Uh, apparently the car that is Crosshairs is going to uh, be in it because he's shown up on set. Uh, that would be, you, you can be forgiven, again, for, for forgetting which one that is. Uh, he's the one who is not any particular ridiculous stereotype, except, I guess, stereotype of a guy with goggles and uh, a trench coat. Yeah. And, like, multiple guns. Yes, many guns. So he, he's your Reaper stereotype uh, for, <laughs> for those Overwatch players. Uh, <laughs> yep. He, he, he uh, plays online under the handle Darth Edgelord. <laughs> and uh, he's really good at, at FPS games, though. I, I hear he's playing a lot of Overwatch these days. Uh, he mains Reaper, of course. Uh, more, more importantly, the most important casting news uh, that I have heard in this entire this entire movie is that Tyrese Gibson is confirmed. Ooh! Yay! Yay. Bring back his left cheek. Yay! <laughs> yes. So, uh, so that's <laughs> exciting. We we all like Tyrese Gibson. We all want to see more Tyrese Gibson. Uh, so yeah, uh, he and Josh Duhamel are going to be returning to their characters from earlier in the series, and it's going to be super cool. Uh, so that's it for the news for this week. Uh, so, uh, like I said, uh, the last issue of Sins of the Wreckers is finally out. Uh, we have we have been both hype and patient about it in equal measure, yeah. uh, and now it is finally here. Uh, so so yeah, uh, what do you think? Oh, people die! Yay, it's a Wreckers comic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of how they go. People die. There is much gruesome dismemberment, and most shockingly. Prowl does something distinctly non-dickish. Wow. And he does something nice. Wow. Maybe he figures that if he does things occasionally that fit what he has come to see as nice, and I'm doing air quotes here, then maybe fewer people will try to kill him. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, we, we see how much his... His current behavior has gotten him so far. Everyone hates him. Like I said, there was the whole thing 
in the previous issue where they all had to make abundantly clear that they weren't saving him because they liked him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. Uh, you know, usually I'm like writing, writing, writing on this. And, uh, but I have to say the coloring in this is so, so good. Yeah. Oh God, Josh did an amazing job on this. Moody and yes. surreal at times. And the the writing and the art are also good, but the color just really, really pops here. Uh, so yeah, that's and that's. He, he was walking a tightrope this entire issue because one issue Transformers comics have for people who aren't totally fans, and even people who are casual fans, is telling characters apart without being able to refer to color. Mm, yeah, and doing an entire issue with dramatic colored lighting. That's just, that was brave, mm. and he knocked it out of the park. Well, it does help yeah. that, like, Nick Roche doesn't draw any character with the same silhouette. They're easier to tell apart, so the this lighting can true. play into it. Cause, like, like, Guzzle is lit the same way as some other characters in some scenes. But he's this big, fat blob with a cannon on his back. <laughs> yep, and speaking of big, fat blobs, tarantulas. Yay! Yes. Uh, oh. So I, I guess we all, and and I will say, if because I didn't say already, but but I'll have said in the 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 show link, uh, we're gonna have spoilers. Uh, but I I see that we did correctly call who, or some people did correctly call who Ostaros actually is. Yeah. And that was that that came about in the most messed up way possible, though. That <laughs> <laughs> he. I mean, okay, also, speaking of messed up, him, Tarantulas getting his, his spider head cut off and then his robot head just sticking out from <laughs> the the wound. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very Tarantulas. It is was... Tarantulas and it is super creepy. And I love the set piece behind that entire fight. Yeah. Where it's just, the room is shrinking, so you have a giant spider that they're all trying to fight and trying to figure out how to fight, and they're lopping off limbs, and they're trying to toss him into a pit, and it's not working because he's a spider and can grab onto things, and then it's just... Grab onto things man. and people. Yep. <laughs> just just grab. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I, I appreciate the ending with uh, Impactor palling up with, with all of the animal... Dudes oh, yeah, who, uh, who Tarantulas had changed. So I guess this means that I have to put Stampy on the record shelf. <laughs> yes. There is a phrase that I don't think anyone ever predicted would be said. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So we have to put Stampy on the record shelf now. Uh, but uh, but yeah, and he's. You know, talking about uh, leading some kind of revolution. So that's that's going to be interesting. I hope that really goes somewhere. Yeah, it's like... Oh, I hope so, too. So Impactor's going to be starting a beast war? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he is. That, that would be the best crazy thing. <laughs> it would be pretty great. I mean, it looks like they don't just have a little club... It looks like they are trying to plan a revolution. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and he says there's no dirtier job than revolution. 
So, so yeah, he's basically done having to do horrible things on Prowl's behalf and on the behalf of their other leaders, and he's ready to just call it. He's ready to <laughs> to uh, go against that leadership, which is going to be very interesting to see where that goes. Uh, you know, especially in light of you know basically having to to put down Guzzle there. Yeah. Man, that that was that was good. It was good facial expressions when uh, when Cup and Prowl come through the the gate, and Guzzle comes in behind behind them, and they're just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, with guns to their heads, like, "Oh, oh that's not good." Yeah, because yeah, everybody's pretty much done with them. Pretty much done done with their bullshit. Well. Mostly Prowl's bullshit, but Prowl was in Cup's head, so got to yeah. take out both to be sure. Yeah, yeah. Though it, it seems he says he's not anymore, but we'll see how much that actually. Yeah. As with everything with Prowl, we'll see if that has any basis in reality. All <laughs> right. Do we have any other exciting thoughts? Well, we should probably mention the uh, kind of the big emotional throughline of the entire book. Yeah, go for it. So, they set up that Springer is probably going to die. Yeah. And they set up, like, okay, he's going in to try to arm all the explosives and get everything set up, and, okay, we're going to do a call-response thing every so often between him and Impactor to say, okay, I'm still alive, and if that stops, go ahead and blow it without me. And that's even how uh, Tarantulas figures out that, oh, Osteros is here. And then he gets all, oh my god, I'm coming for you. And he's so happy, and like, when they're fighting, he looks so sad, Tarantulas does. My baby. Yeah, and his, I guess because of everything going on around them, and, you know, probably his own damage too, his voice is like breaking up. Yeah. So he's only hearing like part of what he's saying, and not the actual message about, you know, being his mama or what what he was trying to say. Yes, get out of here, my baby. I love you. Walt Springer's trying to stab him to death. Yeah. The letters O-V-E show up at one point without context yeah. in a word balloon where it seems like, yes, that is the end of a complete word. Yep. Yeah, that was, that's the last thing he says, in fact, as Springer is, is, is lunging at him. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there's some panels where there's bl- completely blank word balloons. Well, which yeah. Which is, is nice. Oh, and that sad look in Tarantulas' eyes. It makes you feel for Tarantulas. What? <laughs> How do you accomplish that, Nick Roche? I don't know, That's but amazing. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, even the wavy panel lines on that border are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the straight ones with Impactor holding the trigger. Uh, yeah, that's... So Springer explodes. Yeah. Also, Prowl, worst boyfriend. Worst ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yes. But also, apparently, worst dad. Yeah. <laughs> that is the one good thing Prowl did this issue. After the thing blew up, they he went back in to look for Springer. Yeah. And found him. He actually did. 
I'm going to say it's a selfless thing. I mean, I guess you could think of ways that, you know, it benefits him to have Springer around, but I'm I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And and it does actually show a flashback to uh, you know, when he was originally cleaning out Tarantulas's old lab before uh and and apparently he had gotten impactor to push him through the gate into the noise maze. Uh, and then Impactor was supposed to kill Ostaros, and Impactor was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to kill this innocent thing for you. You do it. Yeah, and apparently Prowl couldn't do it. Is rare. Like, Impactor kills almost everyone else in this series. Yeah. It's a lot of killing. He does a lot of killing. What is with that armor? Um, That's from the Cup Spotlight. Oh, okay. So it was designed to uh, protect from alternate universes that were hostile, like the dead universe? Yeah, when Cup was in his alternate world going mad with uh, the corpse of Outback. Yes! That was such a good story. It was. And then that that suit just... It looks so... So Death's Head crossed with Warhammer 40k. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. It actually, when I when I first saw it, I was like, is that supposed to be Death's Head? But then, <laughs> did they get you know. Death's Head too? <laughs> Hopefully, they didn't get Death's Head too. Oh yeah, that would. Be bad. <laughs> they can keep Marvel can keep Death's Head too. Yeah, you don't want that one. Wah, wah. But the original would be good, yes. Yes. So so, yeah, that was a, a really. I mean, yeah, it's there's a lot of emotion to it. And lots of people dying, and lots of people beating other people up, and cutting people's heads off, and spearing people through the head, and also tidal wave. Yeah, tidal waves kind of oh, yeah. did, because I don't think they brought what was left of him back through the portal. I don't think there was anything left of him to bring back through the portal, considering they turned him into a living bomb. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. he gets bombed and shrunk down, but the whale corpse is still there, I guess. Although the noise made yeah. me down now. But I'm actually kind of surprised that all the other beast Transformers came through. I thought most of them would have died, but Impactor has them on his side now. I yeah. love just how well that part of the plan went. It's like, oh, we'll fill him with that, and then he'll go on a rampage, and then the wolf guy will have to use his force you to transform back into your alt mode power to make him change, and then because of the whole size changing thing of the noise maze, he'll totally overload and explode the entire place. Hmm. And then that's exactly what happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, something should go right, I guess. <laughs> so many other things go terribly wrong. At least yeah. that goes right. Like the wrecker ship that's partially into the uh, noise maze. Having the area with the coffins just popped open. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that that was pretty messed up, and having Iron Fists break open right in front of Verity. Poor Verity. Oh, yeah, and Verity, apparently Tarantulas fixed her. Somehow. Yeah, it was, uh, he, he commented on that, I think, last issue. Well, he, he yeah. said more on it this one. But yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's mentioned more, and she gets angry at him for, you know, using her as an experiment, which is entirely reasonable. Because it's tarantulas. Yep. But at least she doesn't have cancer or whatever it was anymore. So she and Springer can kick back and watch the Northern Lights. Yay! 
they should just, man, Springer needs a more Earth-like alt mode so they can just, you know, hang out. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> just, like, not go back to anything. Just hang out. That does seem to be their stated goal. Go around doing things. Well, yeah. In, in their case, go around doing things until, you know, things catch up with them. Other yeah. things catch up with them. Plot and new toy releases catch up with them. Yes. But, but yeah, it's, it's a good story. This whole... I, I definitely want to go back and read it all in one go. And, you know, maybe I'll wait for the, the trade to come out. Because you got to get the trade. It's got all the bonus content. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to pick up the trade of this for all that. You'll have to reread my records trade. The first one. Probably got the big Yay. one with all the extra stories in the back. Yes. I never read. So, so yeah, I I definitely want to go back and read through the whole thing just in one sitting. Uh, especially because, you know, there were skips in between that may have lessened some impact. But, but yeah, it was a really good story. Yeah. Yep. I was saying this on Twitter. It, if it's late, it's late for a month or two. <laughs> but it's still going to be great forever. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, George R.R. R. Martin had a, a quote about how history doesn't remember you for meeting deadlines. <laughs> Though in his case, I think he's reached the point where history will also remember him for missing deadlines. Yeah. I, I think he's reached that level of notoriety. But, you know, this this wasn't five years late. <laughs> it's a pretty far way you have to go to be remembered for missing deadlines. Yeah. Like, yeah. Douglas Adams was notorious for it, and the only reason most people know is that he made a joke about it. Yes. <laughs> he liked to, to pick on himself for it. Uh, it so, yeah. I makes me want more tarantula that's stories. That's it for this week. Yes. More tarantulas. Need a fuzzy tarantula to match this one. Oh. Ooh. I guess you could just get a, uh, get a, a uh, original tarantula and flock him. Or you could just get a stuffed tarantula. Oh, that would be perfect. And then shoot it exclusively in forced perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just make him hug my Springer all the time. Oh, God, there's going to be fan art. (laughs) There's going to be horrible, horrible fan art. Yeah. I can't wait. (laughs) The, the, The whole speech about how, like, he could create life and Prowl could only take it was pretty great. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I I deeply appreciated that. So I think is that it for this week? Uh yeah. Yeah, no, no, uh, no we're done. I, yeah. I, I have assembled my predicus finally with a tarantulous leg. Yay. Did you want to talk about your tarantulous leg or uh, well, <laughs> shall we? It was not well I I'd save to actually transform him until today when I read the comic. Ah. Uh, it it's Rook. Rook is the best Combiner Wars toy, so Having tarantulas out of that mold, oh, wonderful. Well, I don't have any of that mold. Oh, you, you should probably That's try sad. to get it. Maybe. Well, you could always get one. Swindle. Who else was he used as? He was remolded into yeah. Swindle. Swindle's okay. Plus, I, I Swindle. do really want that G2 Bruticus set at some point. Mm, that me. <laughs> Maybe I should get that, because I'm sure it's going to be better than the uh, War for Cybertron one. Where are they all? all? Cybertron one. Yeah. They all have... Matching purple camo so they can hide from things. <laughs> and they're all bright primary colors, too. 
Yeah. Well, nowadays... Except for the one who's white. We could say that the purple is congealed um, Energon bloodstains. I suppose. I suppose. I mean, that that was even funny back in, you know, the the early 90s when those came out. It was extra funny because their packages would say, uh, actually, uh, someone I follow on Twitter posted pictures of uh, opening a... Uh, a G2 swindle recently, and the little starburst was like realistic camouflage deco. <laughs> it's like, no. N- no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> so so maybe maybe at some point I'll have to get them. You know, my, my G2 nostalgia. Uh, so yeah, uh, otherwise, that's it for this week. Uh, next week, there will be a new issue of Till All Our One coming out. Yay. Uh, so that's uh, pretty exciting. Also, I think the final issue of the tr- Transformers vs. G.I. Joe is coming out, so we'll have to talk to Rob again at some point. Oh. Yes, I believe that is actually this week. Oh. Yeah, that too. So yeah, that will also be pretty exciting, and yeah, we'll have to do a postmortem on the series with Rob. So, until next week, then, uh, this has been Jen. And Alex. <laughs> I'm David. That was pretty good. Uh, I was trying. It's really hard to do a tarantula's laugh. <laughs> yeah. It's really only That's why Alex person. Willis will always have job security. <laughs> yes. Save that for an outtake at some point, David.